Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello Egg Chasers, it's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, we are here in the Rugby Dungeon, well, two thirds of us are. Um, I'm Tim, JB's there. Hello Timothy. Phil has just packed up his laptop, he is currently looking after young Thomas at home and hasn't yet packed for Japan. No, and we're not that far, about 10, 10 o'clock at night, I've just finished training the mighty Didsby Talk H. We were implementing some new lineup moves tonight mate. So, new new lineup moves, what's your style? Uh, well, what we're doing is building a five-man line-out and then putting a, a scrum half at the front, making it a six-man line-out. Clever. So five-man calls for six-man personnel with an extra forward at scrum half. But doesn't that just give your opponents an extra man in the line-out? No, because the the scrum half will... Well, you can only... If you have a six-man line-out, yeah. you can only get two pods at, um, uh, two pods anyway. Yeah. So we've got, mul- we've got multiple options. And then you've got a scrum half at the front to receive the ball. So you have to mark up him. So you couldn't lift if the scrum half is going to receive the ball at the front. Okay, fine. See what I mean? You've got to check out at the front with the scrum half. Getting yeah, so ball. he's facing yeah, the hooker. Right. And, you know, we, oh, okay. we, we run some moves off that. But primarily, we're a six plus one team. <laughs> nice. I like it. Well, uh, in the rugby... Well, I, I don't know if I can call this a rugby dungeon right now. It's a shoe dungeon. Yes. I, choosing which shoes to take to me, take with me to Japan is harder than the coach's decision in NFL hard knocks of who to cut and who, and who not. <laughs> it re- I, I mean, I've narrowed it down to four pairs, so I'm going to go with four. Now, it's interesting. When you see photos of fans in Japan, you see a lot of guys who look like they're wearing, you know, a pair of, the sort of thing I would wear normally, a pair of Adidas Gazelles, a pair of jeans, and then they might complement that with a, some sort of rugby attire. You have got um, leather shoes, uh, I've got... blazers... I've got uh, three waistcoats, I've got a pair of Josper boots, a pair of penny loafers, and a pair of blue <laughs> leather shoes. <laughs> and when, what, what time's your flight? It is 11.40 out of Manchester, heading into Hong Kong. Wonderful. Wonderful. Right, well, let's get straight into this then, without Phil for this one. So hit subscribe in that feed, wherever you're getting this, and thank you for listening, because JB and Phil will be doing some little on-the-spot podcasts from out in Japan. Who knows who they might bump into and what might happen. Exactly. And uh, I'll be doing some from back here and we will come together still to do some over the power of the internet. Uh, so yeah, hit subscribe. But we've got on this podcast, we're going to talk briefly about Wales and their opening win against Georgia, about the injuries in the Scotland camp, about England's lineup, and about a few other things that we've seen. And just to, to, to get it out of the way, did you see any of the game today? Yes. Samoa, Russia. 
Uh, what a lad Vasilev Artimiev is. Isn't he cool? Did he play at Northampton? Yeah, he did. So I always assumed he was about as Russian as vodka. But actually, he's quite Irish. But he also definitely is Russian because oh. he did his... Did you see his post-match interview? Oh, yeah, he's definitely Russian. He's Very in... Irish. And then he went into Russian, which is even cooler. Yeah, it's brilliant. He did that in the first game as well. Um chucking out a load of spasibas in, in the middle of sounding very Irish. He went to Black Rock College. Of course he Dublin. did, with all the famous people. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, he's a lad. He's a proper lad. But let's just deal with this. Uh, this morning, as we record this on Tuesday, World Rugby put out a statement saying we are not happy with the level of officiating in the World Cup so far. Big words. I, they are big words. I, to me, I mean, it's okay for me to, cri- to criticise the refs because... Well, I'm a nobody, but I don't know if World Rugby should be doing it. I know I felt a little uneasy about it. I, I felt like it was they were acknowledging the amount of people that are questioning a lot of the decisions, but it it, it felt odd so early into the competition. Do you think? I'm trying to think of a good a good analogy here. You can keep... Okay, so if you think about the EU, right? Good, nice topical. Okay, like here it. we go, here we go. There was always <laughs> the complaint, right, that some countries followed the directives a little bit more thoroughly than others. So, uh, you know, they have, I don't know, some, some EU directive, which Italy completely ignores, and because we are the UK, we follow it to the letter. Oh, yeah. Right? And we're throwing our arms up. And yeah, I well, wonder... There was a great example of that recently. Italy uh, had a, a finance plan oh, that, yeah, yeah. that, 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 that got passed that, um, that, that was against all of the rules. Yes, well... I wonder if the Premiership is basically the teacher's pet of rugby leagues. Mm. And we have got the... I have no doubt about it. The Premiership has got the best referees, hands down. Yeah, Luke Pearce was good in his yeah. game. Wayne Barnes was great in his game. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that they let the game flow any better than anyone else, although they tend to, or you know they know the laws better, but they do stick to their tasks. So, you know, in a sense that like a judge is there to... Um, you know, basically interpret the law. That's exactly what Premiership referees do. They are given a task and Again, they interpret the law. Very topical. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so uh, I wonder if there's a little bit of that. World Rugby are looking at the different standards. And we kind of mentioned it last week. We're saying, well, not last week, last podcast. And we, we said, or I said, uh, I don't mind referees letting things go, but within the wider structure of the game now, that doesn't really work because you've got these two competing forces. Yeah, what's, what's going to be interesting is to see what happens in Reese Hodges' disciplinary hearing because quite legitimately Reese Hodges uh, defense could just stand up and go um the Samoa game those two guys got yellow cards <laughs> so you can't give Reese Hodge a red card and equally are the Samoa guys going to be cited and given retrospective red cards and if in which case Russia will be going come on we, we could have qualified we could have uh, we, we were nearly there not Spain could have <laughs> could have you know could have uh, had a, a better chance at Maybe chalking up a, an unlike, a very unlikely win. So yeah, I, I think it's just a me- those two decisions this morning. I could not. I, I actually like that being what the interpretation is going to be. If it, that's going to be the interpretation, where you say, "Well, the player was lower than upright, so I'm going to let that go and give it a yellow card." I'm I'm actually fine with that, but only if that's the decision that's applied all the time, which you was, know it won't be. I thought that was one of the mitigating factors. Uh, it's. I think the mitigating factor is if it dips immediately before contact. Right. So well, a, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, it's, it's it's odd. And but it, I, yeah, I, I felt about uneasy uneasy about World Rugby coming in. But having done that, then to see Roman Poit, I don't know, fluff his lines a bit. We'll see what happens with the sighting commission. Yes. And and the Reese Hodge thing. So what's what, one to watch? 
But there's so much great rugby to talk about. Let's talk about the great rugby Wales. How did you feel, Welshman, watching that opening game? Uh, conflicting. Conflicting thoughts. Uh, first half, I thought, was brilliant. Um, it was real sad, actually, to see Rob Howley's accumulator be ruined so so early on with, uh, 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 with the Wales try. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I thought they looked really, really sharp. Now... Where they let themselves down, I think, is that second half, conceding 14 points. And I know Russia were there to play, and they're a big physical team. But if Wales want to really go far, they've got they can't concede tries like that. I, I get what you're saying, but how much do you think was in the mind of Wales? Think in the back of their mind, even little five percent. We've got four tries in the bag. We've got the maximum five well, points. We're not losing this one. I would be disappointed about that because they had all their subs on. You'd hope their subs would be fighting for for first team place. Um, I just didn't think the second half performance was nearly good enough. But mm. the first half performance was excellent. And they looked, you know, first half, they looked super clinical. So, you know, mixed, mixed. I, I think if I was England and as Wales, I'd be happier with the Welsh performance than the English performance. But yeah. ultimately, I think of these first week games, I'm sorry, I'm so blocked up. Um, I think Ireland have come out clearly uh, as the best performers from the home nations. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Which, given the as we as we talked about on the last podcast, the, the unbelievable levels of pessimism that have been coming out of Ireland, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So I think what, what, what we can get onto Wales's next game, but I mean, Australia probably are the ones that have upped their stock the most out of any team that's oh, come into know. the World Cup. Really? Well, I would say in terms of where people thought they were versus where they are now. Well. I, I mean, think they've you turned it around the most. Else other than a very talented team who just can't get their shit together. No, it, well, exactly that. But they, they were they were no. I, th- I think people were rightly and understandably saying about Australia. They had that. Um, right. Was it a draw? No, they had that win against. No, not win. Did they win or draw against? I can't team? remember. They, I can't remember. Basically, they're so lowly thought lowly thought of that anything that they they could pick up seems like a great success. So they'd either got a draw or win against someone in the Rugby Championship, which tells you all you need to know. But they looked a lot better than people were giving them uh, giving them credit for, to the point where I believe, I was having a look at the betting odds, and I think Wales are only very, very marginal favourites for that game on Sunday. I can see that, just historically as well. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I've got a question for you. After the first week then, who has impressed you, or sorry, who has improved most ahead of expectation? And who has let themselves down most? Below expectation. Uh, okay, so Scotland have done the work. Their stock has dipped the most. Yep, 100%. They, they, they were dreadful. I mean, hearing Gregor Townsend in the press conference say, we weren't, um, we didn't have enough, phys- uh, we didn't have enough hunger or or energy. I think he used, I think he might have said energy and... I don't know, energy and something else, but to, to use those words about an international team in an opening World Cup game, crucial opening World Cup game against Ireland, it really worries me. Yeah, you would be happy, wouldn't you, if you said, like, we made too many errors, skill errors. Okay, yeah. well, sometimes your skills fail you. You can't go to World Cup and not have enough energy. Yeah. I mean, that's like the minimum requirement. Russia had enough energy. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that that's Russia would probably be the team that have... Improve the most. You know I, I thought they were going to get Bearing, an absolute yeah. hiding. That's not a bad shot. Bearing in mind that I thought that they were going to concede the most points in world rugby, sorry, rugby World Cup history for an opening game. For an opening game, yeah. they've actually done remarkably well. Yeah. 
So, but in terms of the tier one nations, so Russia would be my answer for who's improved their stock the most. But in terms of the tier one nations, probably, uh, probably Australia. I could see them. I, I, I could. I mean, it's Australia at a World Cup. It's like France at a World Cup. You can see them getting to a semi final or a final. Shout. So France would be up there. Unbelievably, so would the All Blacks. Because although they are the best team in the world, you sort of thought everyone was levelling with them. And yeah. actually to dispatch such a strong South Africa, the way that they did mm. was quite uh, was quite impressive. But ultimately for me, it has to be Ireland. The world number ones. The world number ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. In- interesting. Um, so so I meant, we mentioned Scotland and how, how they've flattered to deceive. They've also had a couple of injuries to add to that with Ali Price going home. There was a picture of him on crutches. He's now been confirmed he's leaving the party and Hamish Watson out for the tournament. Both are massive. Yeah. Both are huge. I know they like to start with Laidlaw, but I love Price. I think he's a, he's a bit quicker, a little uh, bit more tenacious. Do you think they would have started with Laidlaw anyway? I don't think they would. And well, I, I mean, they did against Ireland. Well, they did because Price was not not fit. No, he came on as a sub, did he? Uh, Price came on as a sub. Yeah, that's how we got. That's how. Oh, okay. Well, that was that was that was my mistake. I'm remembering it wrong. I thought he must have been injured before the game. But I, I, well, well, if that's the case, I don't understand that because I think Price is so important to the type of game that Scotland are trying to play. This quick, yeah. So again, Laidlaw's all these players that you keep dismissing, and then he'll play. Think, oh, actually, he's not that bad. And then you'll play anything. Oh no, no, he is that bad. Uh, And he, he isn't. I mean, he's just he is what he is. Yeah. At this point. And I think if uh, Scotland wanted to change it up, which they probably do for the next game, Price would have been a great option. Mm. Yes, and he would have added a bit, injected a bit of tempo, which was lacking. So, that, that, and but obviously Hamish Watson, they Hamish don't have Watson. any anyone else like him. Magnus I'm not sure anyone in the world has anyone like Hamish Watson. He's a fairly unique kind of guy, small, extremely powerful. I mean, yeah, he is one of their genuinely world class players. Hang on, we're not saying world class. I, I, I would stop uh, short of saying world class. Very high caliber yes, players. Absolutely. A tier one player. Absolutely a, t- a top player. An elite player. player. An elite player. Absolutely, okay. 100%. He is, he is for Scotland. Border world class player? Sorry? Border world class player. Semi world class player. Mm, Occasionally yeah. semi world class player. Can can have world class performances. There you for go. For sure. Um, not consistently world class. Consistently like, world class. Like um, Johnny May. Johnny May. <laughs> um, who actually, he has fulfilled that now. Um, so. Yeah, Hamish Watson is to Scotland like um, like like Billy Villapona is to England. Yeah. In as much as irreplaceable, ta- ta- there is no one else waiting in the, in the wings that does the same job. Agreed. So it's a real shame, yeah. real shame for Scotland. But you know, well, they should have been so uh, so bad against Ireland, and I would have a little bit more sympathy for them. Have you seen the England team? I mentioned Billy Villapona. He's he's doubling up playing against the USA at number eight. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I have seen the England team, and embarrassingly, I did not. I did not remember that. I, I paid more attention to, uh, to the backs because I thought the back selection was interesting. This mm-hmm. is one of the one of the backs combinations that performed. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so blocked up. So <laughs> apologies to everyone at home, um, which performed better over the course of the warm up games. I thought Pierce Francis had a, a good period of warm ups. I thought Ford was magnificent at ten, and Hines as well. As I think he's looking. Now to play play himself into a starting role. Interesting, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, Ford Cock and the Singers fit again. McConaughey on the other wing, Francis and Joseph Daly at fullback. Yeah, McConaughey must have had some training camp. Yeah, and maybe I think I, th- I think, uh, and I look at the the rest of the team, and yeah, Billy Villapola is doubling up. So is Tom Curry. Other than that, it's all changing the forwards. 
And I think England are going to do very well. In fact, we'll get onto our bet with uh, Betfair in a minute. But uh, I think England are going to do very, very well. And one of the big factors I think here is I'm looking at that team sheet and there are a bunch of guys, McConaughey um, and Launchbury, Cruz, Lewis Ludlam. There's a bunch of guys that are very, very good players who may think I need to show up here or I might actually potentially not play a meaningful, I might not start another World Cup game. Yeah, that's a very, very good show. Very good. Very good shout. So, there's no doubt about this. England have got all the physical ability in the world. They've got all the skill in the world. But here's a question that they've got to ask themselves going into USA. Do they have enough mental mouse to outfox AJ McGinty? And I'm not <laughs> sure that they do. Well, what they don't have is eight giant Tongans uh, lying in wait. So, I think their power game is going to work. They'll, they'll soften up USA. And I think... And so, we'll get into it. So, um, you may have seen the... The show, which was on YouTube, uh, also a podcast, which JB and I did with Betfair, uh, which, you know, during the World Cup, we're, we, we've teamed up with Betfair, who are great guys, lovely people, uh, and have got some great offers for you. And yeah, we did a podcast, but also we're going to give you, we've got a little challenge between all the people representing the different home nations, JB representing Wales, me representing England, with £20 bet. Yeah. And to try and turn that into as much as we can. Which would we you know how much I did in the first week? I know, I know how much you lost in the first week. Uh, well, I made no money in the first week. Yeah, well, also you lost the yes, twenty pounds. Yes, as right. as did I. Uh, and do you know of all the panelists who won? No one. Nobody won. Nobody won. So, the, but we need to actually start winning some bets here because the the winning person will get that pot of money to give to a listener as a prize. Oh, to a listener? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So we better start, so knuckle down. So what is your bet fair bet of the week, JB? Uh, I am going to say that Wales win against Australia, but no tries are scored for either wow, side. That's a, that's a, so you're doing a little mini accumulator within your bet. You'll get some good odds for that. Uh, I am, I am going to say, I'm going to be really boring. I'm going to say England are going to beat the USA, but I'm going to say by a more than... Record 40, score. More than 40-point winning margin. Score. More than 40-point winning margin. I think 39 is the, the handicap, so I'm going to say they're going to outperform the handicap. Interesting, interesting. So by England by 40 or more points. Go and get involved uh, with our mates at Betfair and keep your, your ears and eyes on their feed as well for some rugby content. I, I've done a little preview of the USA game, um, which is up there now. We'll be doing another podcast with them, so make sure you check that out. Uh, social media. I've got yes. to mention. Have you, uh, there's a lot of people. Aware doing, of it. There's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people doing some very good stuff during this World Cup. Is there? Have you seen Georgian rugby? No. They've got... Oh, is this? Um, why is your mum called? <laughs> very, very. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So it's a picture of a of a son and a dad in a car smiling at each other, and it says, "Quote, Dad, why is my sister's name Rose?" The dad says, "Because your mother loves roses." The son says, "Thanks, Dad." To which the dad replies. No problem, massive Georgian scrum. Way. <laughs> Very good me dank memes, I think they call those. Uh, in the yes. game. So uh, yeah, all good. Love it. Um There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mm, yeah, we've, we've, what have we mentioned? What have we got to mention? What have we got to mention? Well, Wales have had some injuries. Oh, yeah. Because like Corey Hill. British, British and Irish Lion, Corey Hill. Yeah, no, it's a shame because he's one of those guys that maybe if you watch a lot of English rugby, you might have seen in the Welsh shirt occasionally. Um, you probably don't know much about him. I, I certainly don't, but I do know that Warren Gatland rates him extremely highly. Uh, so that is actually a big loss, particularly as Adam Beard has come back from appendicitis and has lost a load of weight, which is a which is a problem. So it sounds like uh, Bradley Davis might have to fly out, unless he already has flown out at this point. This would be his... Has he been to the last couple of World Cups? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Wow. Bit an absolute warrior, Bradley Davis. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that will be happening. And the other worry is, of course, Hadley Parks has, oh, may have broken a bone in his hand, but they think he, he can strap it up and go, which tells you everything you need to know about the regard that his handling game is, uh, is held in. <laughs> um, there's one other thing on social media I, I was going to mention. Did you see the all, all the cameras that they've used to, to create that? That view of the George Bridge try. Yes. It's uh it's Oh, feature. hang on. Is that how it's done? There's tons hun- of cameras. There's tons of cameras which they kind of aggregate together right. to, to create a sort of computerised image which they can then play around with. Right. So, back in the day, and I'm talking about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, the NFL had a camera setup which went all the way around the stadium. So when the kicker would kick or the, or the quarterback would throw... They would freeze it, and then these cameras would be linked together, and they'd pan around. Yeah, they do that. They've been doing that uh, in rugby. Like you're right, NFL was way ahead of the game. Yeah, they've, they have started so that, doing is that, that lately. A super version of it. I think it's a super next level version of it. Yeah. So that was so it, good. It looked like a video game. I assumed it was a drone or something. Yeah, it was amazing. So that that could be the future. That could put cameramen out of a job. Although there was one video of a cameraman doing the rounds as he chased after a Fijian winger. I think it was a Fijian, and uh, managed to clock up 25 kilometers an hour, which is with a camera on his shoulder, which is, what's that, 16 miles an hour? Uh, I don't know, maybe. That's going some. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so online, it's uh, yeah, it's going very well. I had a quiz, a really good one that someone had sent us, sorted out, but Phil's let us down. So we'll have to do that another time. Oh, well, shame. So, uh, well, I don't know what, what more there is to talk about, Tim. Well, so, what, so what, let's just quickly run through the games that are up next. We've got, yep. what while you're in the air... There's um, is it Uruguay make their World Cup bow? Excellent. They are against. They are against Fiji at six fifteen a.m. Oh, so you can you can watch that one before uh, before you head off to the airport. Absolutely, I can. And also uh, Thursday, Italy, Italy play Canada. Anything else on Thursday? Was that it? And England v USA. There you go. Ah. So you hold on. So you land. What time? We yeah, we land. They're eight, eight hours ahead. Yeah, so we land at eight a.m. on the day time. of the match. Yeah, so they've got to go through the whole day. Uh, so, if, so if you have a delay, 
you Oh no, that's eleven forty five AM UK time. So Yeah, we've got six hours to get to the game. Oh okay. So we'll be fine. Oh okay, fine. Go 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 to Kobe. Uh, no. Go it doesn't matter. You don't need to know my travel plans. How, how long do you there? stop over in Hong Kong airport? That's meant one, to be one hour. That's meant, oh okay, so yeah. Fine. Quick quick protest, get out of there. <laughs> Wear your union jack suit. Exactly. And then um, Do I take my USA flag to the game on Thursday? Or do I wear an England top? I don't know yet. Uh, is that is that the shirt that we got from the USA Sevens? It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I can't really take. Do it. I do I support the nation that I live in, or do I support the nation of freedom? Support. The, I, I I think you should support the USA. You're there. You're following the You're following Team USA, right? We are. We are. I guess it would be sporting of me to follow to follow follow the follow the underdog. Yeah. And uh, yeah, give give support to to one of the last remaining U, uh, UK colonies. So I'll I'll go and support America. <laughs> and then there's no game on Friday, which is highly disappointing. Mm. But there is Premiership Rugby Cup in the evening. Yes, and oh, actually, whilst we're on Premiership Rugby Club, Cup, will, uh, will he be working it? Yes, Bristol Gloucester. Great game. You looking forward to that? Uh, Bristol have put out a really uh, like looks like a first. Is the Bristol team. team out now? Yeah. Oh, well, please. Uh, Nathan Hughes is starting. As Good. The headline. But it looks like all their big guns. Harry Thacker's in. Stephen Luatu is in. So, uh, yeah. Stephen Luatu is in? Oh! I'm thinking of the other guy that they've got who isn't in because he played for Samoa today. Uh, Leua. Leua. Try scorer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Bristol this, uh, this year. I think they're going to be rather good. I feel, like, I feel like there's something we've missed, but I we probably haven't. No, no, a well, Premiership Cup, but I can tell. I can tell. Well, even though I'm putting, I'm, I'm trimming the water that you, you really don't want to talk pre- Premiership Cup. Oh, I love the ro- Premiership Rugby Cup. There you go. It's fascinating. I, I love it. Uh, I could talk about it all night, but you're right. We should uh, we should do one. So this is just a quick podcast. We're here. JB and Phil will be in the air. If anything kicks off, don't you worry. We'll have podcasts coming in your feed. But I'm re- I'm looking forward to hearing what you and Phil come up with. On your travels, God knows when we're going to record this because we could just do little travel log oh. podcasts on your phone. Oh. We'll work it out. We'll work it out in a in a in a bar at altitude. Yeah, exactly. Rooftop bar. Rooftop rooftop bar. In fact, that could be a little mini series. The the I'll think of a name for it, but rooftop. I don't know. We'll work it out. The we'll roof, work it out. Roof, we'll workshop it. The, uh, the the altitude pods. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Let's get us out of here. Yeah. Tim. Let's get us out of here. But um, we what do we have to say about it? we've done we've. We've um, mentioned Betfair. Did that. What you want to do, get yourself Cornerstone Razor. Do that. Get uh, cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers. Fantastic deal. And I think the Akuma shops, uh, that are shirts at the, the Akuma shop, we need to have work because they've been so popular that someone's actually said you might have run out of the Merino wall ones. Uh, that is possible because they are going rather fast. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that they'll have the Merino wall back, ones back ASAP. Right. But, Best best thing is go and check. We'll be restocking our shop soon enough. Let's go, and um, I know you better pack your shoes up. Yes, right. Uh, find us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Beardmore. He's at Cocker. The podcast yep. is at Ruby Podcast. Yes. And that's it. Right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> nice one. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.